Hello and welcome to Conversations Unlocked, the Unicredit podcast and your gateway to industry insights. I am your host, Twyla Doon, and together we will hear from leading experts from Unicredit and beyond on how they navigate challenges and their tips to unlocking success. Handing us the keys this week is Marco Bressan. Marco is the Group Data and Intelligence Officer at Unicredit. He is a renowned data scientist who joined Unicredit in February 2021, bringing a wealth of experience in data-driven transformation to help the group expand its use of data, analytics and AI as part of its new digitalization or datalization strategy. That experience includes senior roles at multiple companies, including Chief Data Scientist at BBVA and Chief Product Officer at Satellogic, as well as being the recipient of a Digital Master's Award for Excellence in Transformational Use of Data. His work and research have resulted in over 30 scientific publications and 14 patents. Today, Marco is going to use his digital and data dynamism to help us answer the questions, what is datalization? How is it going to revolutionize banking? And what does datalization mean for Unicredit? Marco Bressan, welcome to Conversations Unlocked. Thank you, Twyla. Thank you for having me here. No, it's a real pleasure and an honor to have somebody with so, so much expertise. And so thank you for joining us. We've heard a lot about what data is, whether that be on our mobile phones or online or elsewhere. But before we start the conversation on what datalization and how it can be used for Unicredit, could you give me a brief explanation of what we mean when we say data? What types of data do we work with and what do we do with it? What we need to understand, I guess, is that today, almost every business is already an information business. So you can't even compete in the market if you don't have the right amount of information. So to a certain extent, the information that you have about the business and about your environment and about your clients is a key enabler of the, of the business. And that information is in the data. So that has two implications that are relevant for us or for any business in general. Number one is we need to use the data to, to learn. We need to use that day to, to do things better, to be better ourselves, to understand better our clients, the needs, the market, and so forth. And the second one is that because data is becoming so valuable, in many cases, it's actually data that is the product, right? So in the case of banking, from providing more traditional financial services, we're seeing a large growth in terms of advisory services. An advisory service is basically a financial service where data is the product. It's so helpful to have a visualization of what it is and when you talk about it as just information, you're right. So why are you so passionate about data and why do you think other people should be excited about it? Because on the face of it, it can come across as quite a dense topic. <laughs> I hope not, I hope not. But I'm, you know, to start, I'm, rather than passionate about data, I'm passionate about learning. And data is key, information is key to learning. But then from an everyday work perspective, I think we have huge opportunities ahead. Data is becoming ubiquitous thanks to digital, and there's huge challenges in terms of the potential of manipulating data, the ethical uh, limitations of artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence are basically machines that learn from data, 
right? So there are challenges in automation. Uh, we, we are starting to take automatic decisions that we need to be able to explain to, to our clients, to our uh, partners, and so forth. So there's a lot of interesting things and new things coming with data that make our everyday job, and by our I mean the broad community of data practitioners within, within Unicredit, which is huge, that makes it uh, fascinating. And finally, I truly believe that data can change the world. I truly believe that we have some huge challenges ahead for the planet in terms of food production, energy production, about population, environmental uh, challenges, and so forth. We've seen it with the pandemic. We're seeing with some of the geopolitical events that we have today. And in order to address those challenges, the first thing that you need to do, the starting point, is knowing where you are, knowing information about it, knowing the implications about it. So I, I do believe data can change the world and that it is fairly new in that sense. So there's so many different facets of how you can use that data, what implications that use of data will have. As Group Data and Analytics Officer, what are the ways Unicredit serves clients and communities across Europe and how do you use data to do that? So, as I said, one of the main uh, benefits of data is its usage for learning. And as an organization, we need to learn in order to provide better services, uh, in order to be better, in order to be uh, faster, in order to be smarter in, in the decisions that we make, we need to use data. So I would say that the first one is data-driven decision-making, what I mentioned about grounding your decisions on, on concrete evidence. Uh, right now, the challenge that we have is if we want that all the colleagues in Unicredit crown their decisions on e evidence, the first step that we need to make is to make information accessible, to that evidence accessible to all the colleagues. So I always say, you know, if I manage that everybody and every, everyone in this bank has access to all the data they need in order to make the decisions and go about their everyday work in, a, in, in, in the right way, then I'm, I'm done. Then there's a lot of things that, that I think data today, when you're developing digital services at the scale that, that, that you do them, you need, you need data. So using data for personalizing the experience of the millions of clients that we have in focusing on the key aspects of what we need to deliver, peace of mind and so forth, is, is the second, I would say, benefit of data. And the last one, which is also important, is all the benefits around operational efficiency. So in many ways, what we want is really not to use data to improve decisions, but actually to use data to eliminate decisions in some cases. Because if you have the right data, the data is the right quality, you just, you know, a typical decision that you would want to eliminate, why would you want a man in the middle to decide whether somebody gets a loan or not, right? You can do that with data, do it with data and focus on the important stuff. Yeah, that's really interesting. I love how you say that if you've created the library of data where everybody can access exactly the information that you want and, and at the time that they need it, 
then your job is done. So that's that's a, a good goal to set, <laughs> I suppose. And yeah. also, I suppose it's one of those topics within Unicredit that has equal weighting of importance, both when looking internally at how data is used and helpful for the employees, as well as how it can be also helpful for the clients. Um, and that that's a really interesting relationship. So obviously, we've talked about how it streamlines, but Unicredit's digital strategy is more than just the automating process. It's about living digital. So how does Unicredit plan to live digital, set it apart from other banks? Yeah, I think living digital is a really interesting concept uh, from many standpoints. Take, take, for instance, some of the tools that exploded during the pandemic, like, a, I don't know, a video conferencing would be one, right? Uh, but also food delivery. Right? Everybody had the food, at least once a week we had <laughs> <laughs> the food deliver, uh, delivered at home. Uh, E-commerce, to a large extent. All these are enabled by a digital transformation. And in that sense, I think this is what we mean by living digital. A lot of the tools, a lot of the interaction, a lot of the enablement that digital provides is already there. We need to embrace it and make it our part of our everyday decisions and so forth. So I think from that perspective, Unicredit has an interesting advantage. I mean, number one, we operate in a footprint that is pretty homogeneous from the way we access, from a cultural standpoint, the way we use these tools and so forth. And then we have a plan, which is where data is, is, is central to that plan, where digital is central to that plan, around product centricity and within product centricity, digital products, uh, platforms, experience, and so forth. So I think we're, we're well off into actually living digital. You mentioned challenges, and obviously, being very far down the line in living digital, you must have come across some challenges and your team must have done as well. Could you talk me through some of those challenges and how you've overcome them? Well, yeah, there's a ton of challenges. I think that one of the things that one is tempted to do, looking at so many things going on, is to uh, be overly ambitious in what one wants to cover in the initial stages. And I think in this sense, we need to be fairly cautious. And from a data standpoint, you know, I would say that one of the challenges we have is start by home. Uh, I receive people that come and say, okay, look at this third-party data source that we can use to improve our service. It would really, but my default response is, let's first learn how to capture the value and how to manage our, da our own data. If we manage to do that and we're good at that, then we can incorporate other data. And then there's the cultural and social and organizational challenges that at the end of the day are always the important ones, right? The main one probably affecting digital is that we've come from an industry that has had uh, a divide, a traditional divide between the business and the technology. Technology was a provider of certain capabilities to the business. And some companies that are already native digital don't have these kind of divides. And we need, we need to evolve towards that. So that, that's, I think, a huge one of the huge challenges we have. So it has become part of your DNA, really, doesn't it, as an organization? Yeah. So obviously, that is a really huge responsibility to take on and potentially a, a challenge. What will the changes mean for employees at Unicredit? 
and how will it revolutionize people's roles within the bank? I profoundly believe that the digital contract between employees and employers has changed in a very fundamental way. Okay? And the point and what I mean by digital contract, when you when you sign a contract, you're signing your intentions, your expectations on the other party. And not what is written down and when they hire you and how much they will pay or whatever, right? The expectations that the employee has on the employer are essentially different. What an employee expects from the employer is that the employer will help him or her become a better professional overall, not specifically for the purpose of that company. So employees expect that there is a specific purpose and they have their own purpose and they expect an intersection between uh, their values and the values of their organization in terms of diversity, in terms of social commitment, in terms of environment and so forth. So this is, this is changing. But also the employer's expectation with respect, there's, the, the, the company needs to change. So as a company, we expect employees to be able to adapt, to be able to learn, to embrace that change. So I think that there's responsibilities and new responsibilities on both sides that we're only starting to learn the extent of what. So in the company, from the company standpoint, I think we need to be better for the employers. We need to help that professional growth, not focus on our own corporate needs, but look at, look at things from the side of the employee. And from an employee standpoint, we need to have that a commitment and understanding and a certain level of patience, I would say, with respect to the organization. We have certain values, certain purpose. We have to be willing to change. And among the willing to change, I think that probably one of the most important uh, lines is precisely the living digital. What are the implications that digital, that technology will have in our work? We have the obligation as employees to understand those implications and not to run away from them, but actually to embrace them and to reskill ourselves and to advance ourselves because it's not only good for the company, it's also good for us from a, from a broader environment. Yes, it really highlights the core Unicredit purpose of empowering communities to progress, doesn't it? Uh, absolutely. So, obviously there is such a wealth of opportunity here within datalization. What would you say are the key measures of success? Obviously, you've said your, your big one is to, to be able to create this library that everybody yeah. can access. But what would you say are the key measures for success? From my own place, the accessibility of information, I think, is key. The kind of democratization of information for decision making is key. But the single measure of success at an individual and at an organization level is an organization's or individual's capability to learn and adapt. I think this is the only one because world is changing, world is changing really fast. So it's all, are you able to change as fast as the world is changing? So the example that I always uh, like to give is um, if you look at the knowledge that a, um, a software developer has out of the university five years, ten years into their career, whatever they learned in the university is obsolete already. So I cannot 
hire somebody based on the courses that person did in the university because the software programming language that that person learned probably doesn't exist anymore. The only ability that I can use to hire in a more or less uh, uh, sensible way is uh, the ability to learn and the capability to learn of that employee. And the same goes for organizations. And the willingness, I suppose. And the willingness, yeah. yes. Ability and willingness. Yes. I could ask you so many more questions, um, but time unfortunately doesn't allow, so please come back. Um, <laughs> but we are asking all of our guests to do a quick fire round, um, which just gives us a little insight into how you as a Unicredit leader ticks. So please just answer the first question that comes into your head. So breakfast, Only one word? Only one word. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> breakfast or lunch? Oh, breakfast on the weekends and lunch <laughs> during the week. That's not only one word. I can see this is going to go well. Spain or Italy? Argentina, which is a mixture of Spain and Italy. <laughs> Great. PC or laptop? A mobile phone. Coffee or tea? Oh, Morning or afternoon? Mm, morning. <laughs> Coffee. Afternoon? Tea. Artificial intelligence, overrated or underrated? Oh, both. Absolutely both. <laughs> Under, you know, uh, miscalculated. <laughs> miscalculated. A whole separate podcast. <laughs> yes. Zoom or phone call? Yeah, probably Zoom. Sitting or standing desk? I'd love the, to try the standing, but I have a sitting one, so okay, I'm sitting. Okay, well, yeah. we'll try sitting and change desk. that. <laughs> yeah. Banking online or in person? Online only. Great. Great, thank you so much. What, what an insight. Okay, so the final question that we're asking our Unicredit leaders is that obviously Unicredit is on a mission to win the right way together. So we want to ask all our guests their top tip for winning. So Marco, in the words of Unicredit's datalization expert, what is your key to winning? So in a, in a broad sense, I think I mentioned it, it is about uh, learning and, and adapting, right? Now, one of the things we need to understand is that today the process of learning cannot be limited to what we can do as, as, as humans, as people. So we are seeking the support of machines uh, in order to learn for us at a scale and so forth. So we're delegating some of the learning to machines. But the important thing is, you know, the, the, the most important things that machines can learn are those that can make us humans smarter and better uh, at our work and good people, right, in many ways. So if I look at the individual level, the kind of advice, the winning advice that I would give is pretty similar to the one I give to my uh, kids uh, at home, which is learn in the same way my grandmother uh, was telling me to learn foreign languages, learn foreign languages, that that is important, I think that today, aside from learning foreign languages, we need to learn the language of machines. We need to talk to machines. So from an individual level, you know, in the same way you're learning English and Italian and whatever, Chinese, learn Python, learn Java, learn to talk to machines. Yes, that is an incredible piece of advice that I will personally take on myself, <laughs> having gone to a workshop myself on JavaScript and found it very intimidating, but I will promise on the podcast to pursue it. Think of it as a foreign language. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but thank you so <laughs> okay, much for joining us Thanks on the to podcast. Thanks to you. It was a pleasure. It was a real Thanks. pleasure.